Welcome to an emergency edition of the Born in 87 podcast. I, I just, uh, I, can't, I really can't remember ever being this upset after a win for one of my teams. Like, I just feel like everything sucks. Uh, like, we always talk about our crap rankings, about how it's, you know, Mets and then Jets and then the Knicks. Like, I don't, I feel like I should almost just put the Jets last. It's like, oh, this whole year they've had these close calls and they keep losing the games and it's all felt like it was going to culminate in Trevor Lawrence. And today they just royally screwed it up. Like they suck at sucking. I'm, I'm just so upset. Well, it's your fault. And it's all the other Jets fans fault besides me. Cause I, the whole time was saying, don't get your hopes up. They're going to win a game. The Jags might get the first pick and everyone's like, people were just assuming that Trevor Lawrence was a jet. It's, it was gross, right? It was, it was gross. And it's our fault. Sorry, it's not my fault. That's everyone what? else's fault. It's it was really disgusting that people. Go screw just yourself, that Mike Greenberg. Yes, I, I yeah, want to blame Mike, Mike Greenberg. Greenberg. Mike Greenberg goes out and says, "Trevor Lawrence, stay in school for another year, uh, you know, so you don't have to be a Jet." Well, congratulations, Mike Greenberg. Now, now the Jets won't even have the opportunity to draft uh, a tre- you know Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is going to go to freaking Jacksonville. So I am feeling a little better than I think most Jeff fans right now. The reason being, when I was watching the game, I forgot that the Bengals had a tie, and I had assumed that if the Jets won even one, sorry, if the Jets won two games, that they would fall to three and not get Fields or Lawrence. Um, so I realized that that was false. So if the Jets somehow win one of the next two games against the Browns or Pats, they still would get a top two pick, which means they could either take one of those top two quarterbacks or get a ton of draft capital. So I, I'm feeling, I was feeling total despair because I think the, they're going to be. I think the Jets are going to beat the Pats week 17. I don't think it's some like secret conspiracy by Bill Belichick. I don't think he wants to lose. Um, I just think the Jets, with the exception of the Seattle game, have been playing pretty well. Um, and I, I, I think they easily could beat the Patriots, who look not very good lately. And for what it's worth, I mean, as long as Jacksonville loses their final two games, sure, go out, win another game. It doesn't matter at this point whether – I mean, if Jacksonville loses out, it's not going to matter if the Jets finish with one or two wins. Either way, they get the second pick in the draft next year. Right, and then maybe it's good for their karma, right? Maybe it actually will help the organization. They're not going to go 0-16. Maybe because they got this game, their karma changes and Jacksonville beats. So they're playing the Bears next week? Jacksonville finishes with the Bears and then the Colts, who they did beat in week one, but I, I don't And the Colts might have nothing to play for if they can't improve their, their um, position. So it's not all hope yeah. is lost, right? The season's it not over. It seems like the Colts will have, Well, I mean, right now the Colts and Titans are both 10-4, and 4, so it's, it feels like they'll probably have something to play for in week 17 they'll probably be playing for their division and no one thought the rams were going to lose to the jets today so it's not over right the draft isn't until april a lot can happen and then as we saw with this year's draft you don't always know who the best quarterback is going to be i mean andrew luck was considered the best like talent quarterback and a generation and he was very good but he he certainly wasn't peyton manning um he certainly wasn't tom brady so well, he wasn't even the best quarterback in his draft class. The best quarterback in his draft class was a third rounder named Russell Wilson. Right. And what it was talking about last year's draft that the best quarterback seems to be Justin Herbert, who most people said wasn't. So we just we just don't know. There's so much that will happen. The the things that are to feel good about is the offensive line looks good, Mackay Becton looks good. Quentin Williams looked really good. Quinn Williams looks good looks good. They still have a lot of draft capital. And here's what I keep thinking. Like if somehow Sam Darnold manages to beat the Rams the uh um the browns the browns and the pats maybe he deserves to be the quarterback next year and you can take an offensive lineman third if they end up picking third or so i don't want that to happen and, or trade back and get a bunch of draft capital right 
So I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, um, and I'd rather start over with a young quarterback. But I don't think all is lost. And I, like I said, I like, I like the job Douglas is doing, and I think this team's still going to be good in a couple of years. Okay. Here's another reason, though. I am so upset. And this just, within like five minutes of it ending, or at least within like five, so like, I just like couldn't believe, like I'm watching the game, and... There's 2.15 left, and the Jets have, like, I forget if it was third and four or third and six, and the Jets convert it, get the first down. The Rams are at a timeout, and just this, like, feeling came over me. I guess because the Jets haven't been in this situation in such a long time, and all of a sudden, I do the math in my head, and I'm like, oh, my God, they just won the game. They're going to take th- – it's three nail downs, and the game's over right now. Like, like when was the last time the Jets had a game where the two-minute warning hits and the Jets are three nail downs and the game is over? I, I – I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I like, and I and then I just start thinking about everything, and like early in the year, like I remember specifically, like after the Denver, after they blew that Denver game on Thursday night, I was like, how are they not firing Gase? And then I sort of came around, and it was like, well, you know what, Gase is so bad that why not just keep him around? He's the you know best chance for this team to go zero and sixteen and get uh, Trevor Lawrence next year. And it just made me realize that this thought that I like, or this uh, idea that I convinced myself of, that keeping Gase around was the best thing, was so wrong because Adam Gase doesn't want to be one of the only four coaches in NFL history to not win a game. Like... You, if you win one game, you're not in that group. Like, of course, Gase is going to be out there to win. If they had fired Gase somewhere along the way, at least now he's out, so he's not connected fully to an 0-16 team. And you could have put an interim in place that, like, Douglas appoints and Douglas is, like, more in lockstep with. Because this way, at least, like, neither guy is fully connected now to this 0-16 team. And like to keep Gase here, it's like, of course he was going to try and win. And Douglas probably didn't have the power to fire him because the Jets have this insane structure where the head coach reports directly to the owners and the owners are like, oh, well, you know, we can't uh, fire a coach midseason. And it's like, why? You were three. And look, I understand that maybe Justin Fields would be great. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of people are down right now because yesterday, uh, you know, we, we saw the uh, the Big Ten title game between Ohio State and Northwestern. Justin Fields looked terrible in the game. And then we see the ACC title game, and uh, Trevor Lawrence looks great for Clemson. They annihilate Notre Dame. And it just, like, at least coming off of yesterday, it, it just looks like the the, the, the drop-off from Lawrence to Fields just seems so enormous. And, and maybe it's not that much. I mean, we know Justin Fields... Uh, he wasn't playing at 100% yesterday, apparently. I guess his thumb was up, bandaged up. And the, and I guess you also have to think about the fact that, like, let's say Ohio State had lost a game somewhere along the way this season and they hadn't qualified for the Big Ten Championship. They're not playing yesterday, and he doesn't have the opportunity to have this bad game to, you know, have everybody sour on him. Like, going into yesterday's game, he's the clear-cut number two guy. I feel like one bad game after a whole career of being excellent Maybe it doesn't ruin that. But again, these questions still persist. I mean, you, you have a camp. You know, I mean, when Harrison Glazer came on our podcast, he said, you know, he doesn't believe in Ohio State quarterbacks. I I don't 
know if you I think every guy is different. You can't say that like one guy is going to be bad just cuz previous guys from the same school have been bad. But there's questions with Justin Fields, whereas it just feels like with Trevor Lawrence, he's as sure of a thing as we've ever seen coming out of college. He he's just like he looks the part. He's he's so polished. Like he's been in the limelight for 3 full years at Clemson. He's gotten them to 3 college football playoffs. He won a national championship as a freshman. He's he there's a great chance of winning another one this year as a junior. Like he's just like He's not going to be a Jet thing. though. But he's not going to be a Jet. So and they were just, just three games away. Just three the teams more losses lose. there away. Was, their <sighs> teams don't lose on purpose. It's not going to happen. But I feel and like it if Gase never wasn't, was going to happen. I just feel like if Gase wasn't here, there would have been a better chance of it happening because I'm sure deep down Douglas wanted them to lose all Who these knows? games, and maybe if they had an interim coach in there, they would have had a better chance to do it. And and now no it's just coach like the big tries question. to lose, no player tries to lose. Maybe the the GM does, but the season's not. It 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 stinks that they're not going to get him, but but they're not. I mean, I guess maybe the Jaguars beat the Bears next week. You never know. The Bears are the Bears, and Mitchell Trubisky's bad. Maybe. You never maybe. know. I'm not banking on it. <laughs> Just at the only thing you can do is look at the things in this team that give you a sense to hope. Mims is good. Becton's know. good. Uh, it was just Williams like Williams is good. You know what also sucks though? What? This team's probably gonna go if they they could go one and fifteen. And they're not going to get the first. Like I don't. I, I would have to go back and look. I would. Yeah, bet, I was wondering that too. I don't know how I would many bet teams. There's have never been an. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would bet Probably. there's never been another one in fifteen team in NFL history that's not gotten the first pick. You know, uh, minus uh, a potential like expansion year where like the expansion team would be getting the first pick. Like I can't imagine there's ever been a one in fifteen team that hasn't gotten the first pick. Like that's such a bad record. Like, it's crazy that there's two teams in the NFL this year that are just this bad. Like, usually, like, if you go two and four, like, usually you have to win at least three games to not get the first pick. Like, usually if you go two and 14, you get the first pick. Oh, there's there's never been a team that's gone one and 15 and not gotten the first pick. There's only been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven teams have ever gone one, one and 15. And I'm sure all of them got the first pick. Yeah. That's pretty wild. So of course that would be jet luck that go to go one and fifteen, and not get the first pick. And just like look at the jet luck over the last like twenty. Like you go back to even to the mid nineties, they get the they they have the back to back years where they go one and fifteen, got the first pick that year. Three and thirteen, got the first pick that year with a three and thirteen record. And those two years, it's like the one year, the draft was so weak they have to take a wide receiver. Granted, he was a good wide receiver, but he wasn't like a Hall of Famer in Keyshawn Johnson. That's who they take one year. And the other year, they felt like there was no one worth taking with the first pick after Peyton Manning decided to go back to school and they ended up trading back, which granted, I mean, that trade did set them up for, you know, the, the mini run they had in the early 2000s. But it's just like, it's like they've they've had a few times, like whenever it seems like they have these top picks, they never get the right guy. It's always like a guy that with like question marks, like whether it was Mark Sanchez or Sam Darnold, or even this year, if it ends up being Justin Fields, like it's just never like. But with the exception like of that the Northwestern guy. game, are there any question marks with Justin Fields? Like, I just don't know enough about college football. It seems like he's been pretty much perfect in his college career. Uh, I mean, I get. I mean, I guess the question marks is, I don't know if it's question marks. I guess it's just that he's he's not Trevor Lawrence. He's, he just isn't as sure a thing. I mean, I guess, I mean, there's going to be question marks because he played lousy yesterday. I mean, of course, I guess Northwestern had a good defense and he was playing hurt, but I don't know. It's just 
upsetting because you felt like they were so close to getting this guy, Trevor Lawrence, who feels like the ultimate sure thing. And they just, they ruined that today. And it's just like they couldn't even suck at sucking. <sighs> I know. I Like I said, I would be right with you, but I just assumed that they weren't going to get a top two pick. And now that I realize that they probably will, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better, a lot more optimistic. Yeah. And the thing is, too, is now that all the chatter is going to start up where it's like, because look, I, I think Sam Darnold's a nice guy. He's a good guy, but I mean, he hasn't even thrown for 250 yards in a game this year. Like, I, I mean, just, he's statistically, I, don't... I think he's the 37th ranked quarterback in the NFL this year. So that, that tells I mean, you something. Yeah, and like honestly, I didn't like I didn't even think he played great today. Like I, I just think the Rams just were off, like really, just really, really awful today. Like the, you know, well, it seemed like they turnovers. weren't they weren't playing like as a team at all in the first half. They just seemed to be sleepwalking. Yeah. They they certainly played better in the second half, but they had some weird play calls. Like there was that yeah. consecutive third and fourth down they needed to try to win the game, and they went long on each of those rather than underneath. That was really bizarre. And they threw that Marcus one, May yeah, in the one on one situation to Gerald Everett. Like of all the options you have, you throw like to your backup tight end covered by the Jets best defensive players, but it was really strange. Yeah, it was just a lot of weird play calling. And I mean I s I mean I never thought the Jets would win this game. I, I did as I picked it last week, I did think they'd cover a seventeen point spread just because He did. I I uh I, I didn't think I thought maybe the Rams would be looking ahead a little bit. I didn't think it'd be a lot of bit like this. Like it just feels like they like I I honestly it just it really looked like they just didn't game plan for this game. Like just like it was like how how do you like it just see like it almost just felt like that Jared Goff didn't realize that he shouldn't be throwing at Marcus May. It's like did did you not watch any film this week? Like it really felt like oh we have the Seattle game in week sixteen we have to prep for that game we're just gonna show up and beat the Jets and that's that's not uh, clearly that's not what happened. Uh, and I mean and going back to something I said earlier just like it just makes me question will they ever win with these owners because I, I think with a lot of other owners Gase wouldn't have been here and I just think if Gase wasn't here they would have had a better chance at being bad because I I think. You would, if you had an interim in here, it would have been easier to incentivize that coach. To I not guess win these most games. teams play better in the game after they fire their coach, so maybe they do get a win anyway, and it doesn't matter. It's all counterfactual. They won, it's over. You can feel sad, but the draft didn't happen. They never had Trevor Lawrence. <sighs> it's just, uh, it's just like why, why can't we just ever have nice things? We can't ever. Maybe have the nice Mets things. will be. Maybe and the, the Mets, Mets still really haven't signed really anybody worthwhile yet. We can't have nice things, Justin. There's a reason that all of our teams are bad. All right. Well, um, I guess on that the note. listeners, yeah, the li- listeners out there, um, I know, uh, I know you're feeling hurt after this. We are too. I mean, Adam, Adam, I think is trying to be optimistic. I guess we're. Tr- I mean, that's all you could do. I guess is try to be optimistic and hope that. If they keep Sam here, that they're able to turn that pick into enough draft capital to really put a lot of talent around him, or they draft Justin Fields and Justin Fields. The situation Fields is, awesome. is better than the draft where they took Sam Darnold, right? You had to move up to get him, and you had to give up a ton of, ton of draft capital. And then none of those quarterbacks, with the exception of Lamar Jackson, who wasn't on anyone's radar, ended up being great. So, I mean, they're in a better Josh position. Allen. That's that's true. I, Yeah. No one thought he was. That, I mean, that's my point. No one thought that he would be the best quarterback besides Lamar, maybe even better than Lamar in that draft. So you just, you that's just true. never know. And this is, this is, these top two guys are considered better than any of those guys were 
heading into the draft, I think. Though some people were pretty high on Baker, but that, that hasn't worked out so great. And I believe they're both higher than, uh, well, actually Tua and uh, Burrow were both pretty highly regarded. I mean, I think they were Burrow higher Burrow is, can, right. But. Who knows? Herbert's been unbelievable. Yeah, it's all, it's all crapshoot. Tua look good today. It's, you never know. I mean, honestly, I think what's happened in the NFL, the reason all these quarterbacks are being more successful is because teams are putting offenses that maximize their quarterbacks in place, right? Even someone like um, who's that Hurts looks pretty good when they're running the right offense for him. Um, yeah. It's just going to come down to who's the next coach. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, it's just so weird because it's like, <laughs> it's just... Did you in your heart Why really we... believe that they were going to get Trevor Lawrence? That the Jets, the New York Jets, with all this horrible luck, were going to get a generational quarterback? You really thought that was going to happen? I never, for a second, I was thought hopeful. that was really I don't know. After they, pu- after they somehow lost the Vegas game two weeks ago, I, part of me really did think that like it was meant to be. But I told you. I that was stupid. You did tell us. It's just funny because this was the game you thought they were going to get killed. I thought the Rams were. I mean, I'm really surprised. I thought the Rams are one of the best teams in the league. I just I thought the Rams could beat anybody. I'm I'm really surprised the Rams lost to the Jets. Well, McVeigh he does have a tendency to just not not coach his team up in uh, certain games. Cough, Super Bowl cough. I can't stand the Rams. They they don't show up for the freaking Super Bowl against the Pats, and now they don't show up against us. I don't know why. I really like the Rams. I can't stand I just, the Rams. You know uh, what? That's my new Jet fans. Let's let that be our new team for the rest of 2020. Whoever's playing the Rams, that's who we're rooting for. Screw the Rams. Can't stand okay, the freaking Rams. Sure. Great. All right. On that note, um, uh, we, we, believe us, we're 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 with you, uh, Jet Nation. Um, uh, tr- try not to lose uh, too much sleep over this. I got nothing and, uh, else. Maybe maybe Justin Fields will be great. Maybe. They should still get him. I don't think they're beating both the Browns and the Pats. I that don't think they're unlikely. Especially now that they got the win. Because that's the other thing. Like, you heard, like, a lot of, like, things in the locker room. Like, Frank Gorkin said, we, we have to win at least a game. Like, we have to win a game. We can't I, We can't be a, one of the only winless teams in NFL history. We can't let that happen. So, and, it and does well, kind of... And now that they won this game, it kind of feels like now the Browns will come. Maybe they win Week 17 against the Pats because the Pats aren't very good. Um, but it, it kind of feels like the Browns will come in and steamroll them next week. God, I hope so. Otherwise, I'm going to be pretty upset. Yeah. One All day, right. Justin will be able to root for the Jets not to lose. <laughs> right? We can root for them to win. I'm looking forward to that. It's just like you want the quarterback. Because I always feel like... In the NFL, unless you need, unless you're out there for the quarterback, it, you don't you don't root for your team to lose unless you need to lose games to get the quarterback. Because if you have the quarterback in place, go out and win because there's always talented players at every position. You just have to be smart enough to find them. Like Lions fans, I mean, I think their lives are always kind of miserable, but they're not ever rooting to lose. They're, they got Matt Stafford. Like you could, I guess, win a Super Bowl with Matt Stafford. You absolutely maybe. could. Yeah. So they, they probably just want them team to win. They, they're probably not yeah. rooting for a higher draft pick every year. Yeah, I mean, they're just they're just inept to the point where they can't put enough talent around Matt Stafford, but they could win with Matt Stafford. All right. All right. We, I feel like we've had like six false endings. So let, let's let's end this emergency pod. Like the end of the and, Lord uh, of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um, have a good night, Jets fans. On uh, you know, hopefully uh, twenty. Hopefully in twenty twenty one, we'll just be able to root for them to win games and we'll this not to win. Bye-bye.